God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, milk cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. My administration will be focused on three very important words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. This must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course, he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another or from one party to another, but we are transferring power from Washington, D.C. and giving it back to you, the people. Hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. And that's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to The Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Uh, what is going on with Boeing Airlines? Their planes are falling out of the sky. Their engines are, at least. That's a that's troubling. When I get on a uh, plane, I'm one of those people that actually does look at the... Got to fix my audio here. Um, I'm one of those people that does actually look at the plane, what kind of plane it is. And, <laughs> you know, I'm beginning to like the French, you know, the uh, Airbus A320 uh, seems to be a good golden standard for planes that are safe. Uh, Boeing is really uh, running themselves into the ground with their quality control. And that's a big company, and that's a big American company, and we want that uh, company to be, you know, to do do well. But uh, I don't know. The news reports of that are pretty disturbing. So SCOTUS weighed in uh, yesterday, and it's just so peculiar and bizarre, it's not even funny, um, how Amy Coney Barrett and Brett Kavanaugh can literally decide not to hear a case such as the case of Pennsylvania. And I, I don't understand why they wouldn't. You know, the case, there's clear fraud. There's clear fraud in Michigan. There's 177,000 votes were deleted from the rolls post-election. We know that there was fraud in Wayne County. So there's there's fraud everywhere, really. Virginia, New Hampshire. We can talk about New Hampshire. Uh, we could talk about Maricopa County still has issues. And yet there's places in Texas where they're doubling down on allowing Dominion to bid on contracts worth millions of dollars to change and turn Texas blue. I think that was Louisiana, actually. Louisiana. 
So Louisiana is another state where, you know, they have a liberal governor and a conservative attorney general who we've had on. And, you you know, they're close to flipping. And wherever these states are, <clears throat> these liberal states, they have the widest gap between the haves and the have-nots, the widest gap between the rich and the poor, the worst homeless problem, the biggest racial divide, the most Planned Parenthoods, you know, sanctuary cities, and the most social welfare recipients. Not a good recipe for success in a country that was built on democracy, the republic that is the American standard for United States of America, our republic for which it stands, one nation under God. Those are all values and principles that we uh, hold dear. And when we lose our way, we lose our history, we really uh, lose everything. What are we fighting for? And so we <clears throat> go through the changes that are happening, and, and there's a lot of people that are unhappy. But what bothers me to a large extent are the liberals that feel like they have buyer's remorse. For me, it wasn't, it wasn't even a close call. What kind of liberals read the tea leaves and come up with Joe Biden? Did they really vote for Joe Biden? How many votes did Joe Biden get? I doubt that he got 81 million. A lot of people were saying that a guy that can't speak in full sentences, you know, really sh didn't get the votes. I don't think he did. He didn't campaign. There was rigging. There was early voting. There was all kinds of different issues. Let's take a listen to Joe Biden. Can you ever remember a time when the mainstream media would finish the president's sentences? Anderson Cooper does when he helps Joe Biden remember what he's saying. Look at this video from the town hall last week. What are the vaccine? Do the vaccines not provide helpful not? protection by getting the vaccine? What? There are some speculation. You fucked up. I shouldn't. I got to be very careful here because millions of people are watching. And watching Joe. It may be that He's drowning. vaccination for a certain strain may reduce from ninety-five percent to a lower percentage of. Certainty that it will. I need some help, Anderson. From getting, it may not be as effective. As, thank you. Effective. Against a variant, but it still would be effective. Still be effective. Thank you, President Cooper. So the clear notion is: Can you ever remember a? Can you ever remember a time when the media would help the the president finish sentences? Let's take a look and see if Joe Biden needs some help here. The only way to spare more pain and more loss. The only way. These millstones no longer mark our national morning. These milestones. Did you catch that? Millstones. Let's listen again. The only way to spare more pain and more loss, the only way. Like this guy really cares about pain and loss. The only way 
I'm going to sell you on more draconian measures. But the only way we could solve and save more pain and loss is the millstones. I'm, I'm really serious about this now. I mean, I'm talking from the bottom of my heart. I really mean what I say. Because I'm thinking it in my brain. Or not. Maybe I'm just reading it off of a page. Have you ever read something just, you're just reading it? And you don't even know? You're like, what did you just say? What did you just read? I've actually, I'm guilty of that. I've read something where I, it sounded okay because I'm reading it. But then next thing you know, like if I think about what I just said, I'm probably guilty of that. But not as a president of the United States, not delivering with that kind of passion, that kind of emotion. Now, I wouldn't do it then. You know, you would probably catch wind. Scott's just reading that, right? I mean, I know the difference. Most of the time I know exactly what I'm saying. Of course, I, and most of the time I'm not reading, right? Everything is just coming from my head. But, um, but there, I'm, you know, I can see what he's doing there. Let's take a listen. It's pathetic that we have a world leader that, you know, someone like Andrew Weissman or some bureaucrat from the Atlantic Council or or the Brookings Institution sends the guy a memo, writes up a script and says, read this or else. The only way to spare more pain and more loss, the only way these millstones no longer mark our national mourning. These milestones, I should say, no, no longer mo- mark our national mourning. The only way to... He went off script there because he caught himself. And then he started stuttering. <laughs> this is not a leader, folks. This is a spoke in the wheel. This is a guy that wanted to, to be a powerful senator his whole life. And still thinks he's somehow running for the Senate. So I have read, you know, some things are things are happening that are kind of interesting. And we'll see what happens with these court cases. Like I said, keep your eye on Nancy Pelosi. She would love to see Biden and she would love to see Biden and Harris disqualified because then she would become the president for a short period of time before Trump would then make a move to come back to uh, or have a, have a re-election or, or have a re-election or basically win by, uh, by being cheated. But these courts have to really step it up. And you wonder, what are they thinking in these courts? And how in the world can it be that we have these courts that these judges that we just hired. Amy Coney Barrett, where is she? What has she been doing? And that's really a disappointment. So Alito, Gorsuch, and Thomas dissented from the Supreme Court's decision to refuse to review the Pennsylvania election case. So the Supreme Court yesterday refused to review the PA 2020 election cases. 
Now, Alito was in charge of that particular state. And Alito wanted to review the case. There's something going on here, folks. Justice Roberts, I'm not sure what's going on. I I cannot comprehend how Amy Coney Barrett and Brent Kavanaugh didn't vote alongside Alito, Gorsuch, and Thomas on these issues. Our country is at stake, as is the Supreme Court and its health and well-being. The Supreme Court is, is, you know, is in a situation where it could get packed. And without that court, then our Constitution is doomed. Our con- they're, the, they're the final layer to protecting our Constitution. It's just incredible. Trump nominated justices Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett sided with the liberal justices. I don't quite get that. The Supreme Court has denied Trump's Pennsylvania election challenge as moot. So the U.S. Supreme Court it only took four, by the way. Just in. Okay, just disclosed. It was yesterday. U.S. Supreme Court refuses to review Pennsylvania election cases. No standing before an election, moot after. Justice Alito, Gorsuch, and Thomas dissent from the denial. Since it only takes four justices to hear a case, these cases were only one vote away from getting a full hearing at the Supreme Court. What are they afraid of? What are they afraid of with the Supreme Court? So, it just it just boggles the mind, especially after what we know that Kavanaugh went through with these radical liberals. They treated him like he was dirt. They made stuff up. They said he raped a woman. Everybody knows Amy Coney, or Amy Coney Barrett, not Amy. Um, everybody knows the Blase Ford was a uh, was a lying fool up there. Couldn't remember anything. Didn't have any notes. Didn't have any contemporaneous evidence. <laughs> Well, Terry wrote, you don't get it because the Constitution is dead. It died in November 2020. There's a note to that. I have a tweet to that. And I do see a caller. I'll pick that up in in just a moment. But it is true that on November 3rd, we thought that we had a Supreme Court that would protect the Constitution. Technofog writes, Since November 3rd, 2020, we've been told that elections cannot be questioned. And yesterday, the Supreme Court agreed with that premise, that elections cannot be questioned. If you're not in the business of, you know, uh, wielding justice, if you're not in the business of adhering to justice and rules, when it comes to elections, what what you know what kind of country are we going to have left? 
Bradford File writes, I'm old enough to remember having a president who took questions from the press. Well, that's what you get when you have a rigged election. And after today's performance, not a single Republican should vote for Garland. When do we get our freedom back? Is a question that was asked by a tweet that I retweeted. $100 million is what Louisiana is spending on that. And then there's all this stuff about wokeness, right? So we have wokeness now. Um, I guess you can't have a Jeep Cherokee. The word Cherokee is gone. So if you have a Jeep, you can't buy a Jeep Cherokee anymore. It's got to be a a Jeep um, indigenous person or something like that. There's a really great story I'm going to actually uh, work from today, from Town Hall, about the military becoming social justice, the military Pentagon top brass becoming social justice warriors. And they're, dri- they're driven by that. And their abandonment of war fighting is going to get troops killed. So I want to I talk about that later in this show. But this wokeness, um, we have Coca-Cola saying, you know, that we need to, uh, Coca-Cola and McDonald's both are saying they need to hire more people of color. You increase the whole failed quota-based system which is kind of peculiar in and of itself. And these justices are actually going to be part and parcel of it all. Merrick Garland, for example, said he's going to go after the rioters from uh, January 6th, but he's going to turn a blind eye to illegal immigrants. Does that sound like the kind of attorney general that you want? He was going to be a judge. He was a an Obama pick. And that's scary. There's a great meme out there for Amy Coney Barrett says, I failed to uphold my, you know, when she's holding this piece of paper and it's a blank notepad. It says, I failed to uphold my oath to protect the Constitution today. It's true. So, Cooper does when he helps Joe Biden remember what he's... See. No, that's the wrong clip. Oh, Charlie Kirk wrote this. Oh, well, actually, he's going to talk about Fauci, so I'm going to, I want to get to the Merrick Garland thing. Let's take a listen. Talk a little bit more about the law enforcement challenges at the border, which I know a number of other members have brought up with you. Just a, a fundamental question. Do you believe that illegal entry at America's border should remain a crime? All right, how would you answer that question? Do you think that illegal entry across America's borders should be a crime? How would you answer that? Illegals crossing your border into your country and you're applying for the job of Attorney General of the United States. How would you answer that question? You're the Attorney General of the United States of America. Put there to uphold the law of the land. And the law on the books is that 
We have borders. We have tolls. We have gateways of entry. We have immigration. People come across the border. Uh, I don't know, but if I go into any country in Europe, I have to go through... Well, when I go to a country, when I fly to Europe, I have to actually go through customs and give my passport. And I remember a time when it was strict. You know, and this was before the European Union where you can kind of go across. But if I go into any country, if it's if it's Mexico, if I go into Mexico, if I go into Canada, I need to go through customs. I need to go through, you know, through uh, and show my passport. And they're going to ask me why I'm visiting. And I'm going to tell them the reason. And they're going to generally let me through. And they're going to let me go in. But I'll have to have a passport. Now, a lot of these illegals, they don't have passports. They're just coming through the uh, border illegally. They're climbing a fence and they're breaking into our country. There's a law against that. But let's take a listen again to that question and then the answer. How would you answer that? It's easy. This is not rocket science. There was a time and a place when this would this guy would have been considered a quack. A real wackadoodle. Who can't answer the most basic question. It would be that flaky grad student in college that, you know, theorizes everything about like, you know, what color is the sky? Well, it depends. It depends how many clouds and how much sun and it's blue. Okay. The sky is blue. All right. It's that kind of question, right? Let's listen. Talk a little bit more about the law enforcement challenges at the border, which I know a number of other members have brought up with you. Just a a fundamental question. Do you believe that illegal entry at America's border should remain a crime? Well, I haven't thought about uh, that question. Uh, uh, I just haven't thought about that question. I, I, I think, uh, you know, the, the president has uh, made clear that we are a country of uh, with the borders and with a concern about national security. Um, I don't know of a proposal to uh, decriminalize but still make it uh, unlawful to enter. I just don't know the answer to that question. I haven't thought about it. Um, it, will you continue to prosecute on unlawful border crossings? Well, uh, this is again a, a question of allocation of resources. Um, um, we will uh, uh, the department uh, will uh, prevent unlawful um, uh, crossing. Um, I don't know. I you know I I have to admit I just don't understand know exactly what the conditions are and how this is uh, uh, done. I think if. Um, um, I don't know what the current program even is with respect uh, to this. Um, if there, um, so uh, I, I assume that the answer would be yes, but I don't. I don't know what the. And there's your attorney general, folks. That's the Biden uh, version of an attorney general. Make you feel comfortable? Did you hear that? I mean, it's just the most incredible display of incompetence and stupidity I've, I think I've ever seen at that level. I've never heard anybody, except for maybe Joe Biden himself, stutter like that. And, and, 
struggle with such an easy question. A country without borders is not a country, son. I don't know what they're talking about. It makes no sense. What are we fighting for? We have liberal leaders that want to give out free health care and free education and free social welfare and free driver's IDs so that people could dr- illegally could drive drunk and stab people to death. They're not sending their stars, is what Donald Trump said, and he was right. They're not sending their, their, their finest, their best. The people crossing the borders, climbing, climbing over a fence and breaking in and not going through the big golden door, well, they're not their best. And they're coming over here and they're stealing entry-level jobs and, and we're just allowing it to happen. At some point, I think we have a right to form a militia and we should be able to stop this from happening to our land. Because fact, it's our land. It's our land. Joe Biden works as a custodian and gets a paycheck from us to do a better job than what is being done. Donald Trump, then he donated 100% of his pay. Joe Biden's going to pocket it and he's going to milk the rest from backroom deals. He looks at government as an opportunity for kickbacks and pay-to-play schemes. And here we are. We have a bumbling idiot that sounded just about one step shy of a Happy Meal and a little bit better than maybe Bob Mueller. Who knows? I mean, Bob Mueller didn't even know what Fusion GPS was. And yet he spent $40 million of your money to not know what you know for free. It's bizarre, man. I'm telling you, it's crazy stuff that's going on here in America. It's crazy. You know, the fix is in. It's a bunch of fraudsters telling you the sky is purple and that up is down and left is right. And they expect you to believe it. It's gaslighting 101. And I'm not falling for it. Because you know what? I trust myself. I trust what I see and how I feel. I trust my gut. And I'm not going to buy the BS that's being sent out to us. Whether it be from the mainstream lying media or the corrupt bureaucrats in Washington, D.C. And all the spineless, swineless, swine uh, libtards out there that subscribe to the Jonathan Grubers of the world, that depend on the stupidity of the liberal voter to actually accept the BS and the nonsense and the misinformation that they're putting out. Because it was Jonathan Gruber that said, we depend on the stupidity of the American voter. But what he really meant was the liberal voter, because no Republicans or no conservatives have actually voted for Obamacare. 
That's what he was talking about. MIT professor. He gets to go to all those little swanky galas and parties. Really smart. Yet they're not so smart. It's what's been going on in the the halls of Ivy League schools for so long. They think they're so smart. They got the silver spoon and treatment. And they waltz through life without ever really thinking things through and accomplishing much. It's a sad, sad story. You know, it's a sad story to see that we have people like John Kerry up there. John Kerry getting back into the Paris Accord and hobnobbing with the rich and elite all around the world. It's gravy train. It's kickback city. It's pay to play. And that's what we have in Washington right now. It's the worst that I ever thought it was. But you know what? The more I research it, the more I realize this has been going on for 50, 60, 70 years. So we got Julie on the phone. Julie, you're on the air. Good morning, Scott. I'll be as quick as possible. You've just put that pack together. And we now have witnessed the failure of the judicial branch, the legislative branch, and the executive branch. How come you can't use that pack? Not just for Republicans, not for any other thing, but to get the right vote and have it so that if we can recall a governor, how come we can't recall a president? How come we can't, we can't recall the legislative branch? How come we can't recall the judicial branch? What if you put that pack together and created a signature base so that everybody who wants to sign this a petition and we present it to the Supreme Court and say we no longer have confidence in any one of these branches and we wish to have new elections and on the premise that they have failed the American government, excuse American people. And is there some way of doing that? Similar to a class yeah. action suit. Because I think that you have, unknowingly, you have created a vehicle that we could do this. And I, I believe that's the way to go. No, we've actually talked about, talked about that. Um, and, you know, it, it's funny. Um, we've been kind of, we're building both sites right now as we speak. And so we got org and we got BugleCall.org. BugleCall is the one that's fully developed, but BugleCall is the one with the license and the uh, and the, uh, the banking and all that. But so what we got is Paul Preston create a a, um, a signature on that you can do online for a a uh, a cause. Yes, and couldn't you do that? On oh yeah, yeah. No, we're... so you can get signatures across yeah. the country of people um, so that we can get a recall? We are. We, well, we're, we're going to be doing that. Um, it's going to be yeah. in the form of um, uh, an e- you know an email distribution list. It's basically when well, people sign... do it immediately and get people, anybody that um, wants to have our election recalled, have them uh, sign in on your site and, and fill out a petition. And, and That's and, right. Uh, I bet you you would get hundreds of mil- I mean, you would get tens of millions of people to to fill it out. We are actively building that 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 right now. 
um, as, as it's almost done. And uh, so, uh, you know, I was going to... You got to do it like yesterday. I know. This is, <laughs> I think that you have, you have done something that is, you've shown the way. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, we, we have been, we're almost finished. And, uh, you know, and we're, we, there was a lot of steps. Believe me, uh, trust me when I tell you, there was like, um, just all these different various things of setting up, uh, filing our 1023 and, and getting our, um, you know, our, uh, merchant account systems up and up and running. We had some snafus and delays there, but, uh, yeah, no, a lot of these things are, um, we can't get you know. an attorney because they'll destroy and attack the, their family. So mm-hmm. uh, we have to do it as the people, and we have to do it saying we can't get an attorney because look look what they did to Trump's attorney. They they threatened his family. He had to put his his family in hiding, and and we're doing it. And if we do it all at once in mass on on a collective basis. They can't stop anyone. What are they going to do? Go after 100 million people? Well, what has to happen, yeah. I mean, one of the things we have to do is we have to build a a, uh, base of people that illustrates that there's no way that Joe Biden got 81 million votes. That's right. That's right. And you uh, have unknowingly created the perfect vehicle for it. It has to be done. Yes, I agree. I I think it has to be done. There's no doubt about it, and and, and that's the thing. I mean, we because the only way we're going to actually we beat the the only way we're going to beat the machine. Say, Look, we can prove that eighty yes. million people voted not for Joe Biden, but eighty five million people voted for President Trump, and we want to recall. We want to right. vote, and this and as and, and and this is our and you would get. Everybody, that's right. Donating for this. Well, we don't even. You know what? And we don't even. uh, And and the list that we want to build isn't even about the donations. There, the donations can come some other way. I know, but But, what I'm saying is, yeah, it's going to take money. But if, but even if everybody gave a dollar, right, that would be enough just to put their signature on the list. Give a dollar. And and that would be enough. You're talking about you're talking about ninety five million. You're talking about ninety five million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I mean no. it's one dollar. Yeah. It's just one dollar. Absolutely. Put your name on the list, and that's right. And and it would help pay for for everything you need to do in paperwork because we can't hire an attorney. They'll kill the attorney. Right. So so let's do it on ourselves. Let's that's right. An attorney. That's right. That's absolutely right. We're, we are building, we're going to be building that list. And the thing is, is that the bigger that number goes, right? And, and, uh, and it basically it's going to be a free list is how we're starting it. Um, so it's basically, yeah. there's no cost to it, but, uh, we're going to get people but to sign if, up if and they sign. One dollar, then, then they'll be able to be a record. Right. And there'll be proof right. that they're actually a person or a citizen. Oh, that, that's and, true. And that's true. That's well, the right. credit card, yeah. yeah, the credit card does do that. Um, that's right. That, that's we have right. different systems for different things. Um, but you're right. I mean, the, right. the point is, is that if we build a coalition big enough, uh, then it just basically is going to be like exposing the truth 
in a way that That's we right. know the, right. in we a way that nobody else can and say hey we can't go on any longer like this they're destroying our country we have corruption throughout the entire base of our government and it has to be rebuilt and 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 the american people are fighting for this and and you've got it, it mm-hmm. this we have to do this right now well because it's so obvious don't you agree yeah. i mean it's obvious Absolutely. that the fix was in Absolutely. it's rancid to the core no democrat no republican no libertarian everybody needs to go we need to start off afresh we want to we want to take the broom and swish it away and start <laughs> off clean yep thank you julie thank you yep. so much take care. have a good day all right take care <laughs> I gave a mission. We have a mission. We have a mission. That was our mission statement. Yes, All right. we do. Yes, we have a game plan. That's right. Thank Take you. Take care. Bye. Right. Bye. Bye. And, and let me tell you something. That's a good point she makes. And uh, we have been working on stuff like that. Uh, and they're just, you know, uh, it's amazing, you know, how much work goes into all these things and uh, board meetings and all kinds of different things that have to happen uh, to keep our nonprofit status and stuff like that. You know, all these things have to have to be done just right. Um, and, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, with us building a, a, a list, a membership, so if you will, that's large enough. Uh, to really be the elephant in the room and say, all right, if if you, you know, if if we lost, how how is it that we have the biggest list? It's the same thing with Trump. Um, Trumpism, Trump, the whole Trump movement, right? The idea is, if you recall um, Ro- Roseanne, Roseanne was a great example. So Roseanne came out and uh, d- they dusted off the Roseanne show and they brought it back. It was about two years ago, I guess. Two, three, two and a half years ago. And she comes out. And the number one show of the week, or in the show that set records, was was this whole thing about, you know, they were pro-Trump. And everybody loved the concept. Everybody in America loved the concept. But the media elite... And the Hollywood executives, they didn't. They didn't like it. They hated it. And the reason why is because it was telling the truth. And if the truth got out there, that, you know, Rachel Maddow and Brian Stelter and Fredo Como have been lying to you all this time, Don Lamont, they're all a bunch of liars. You know, Jake Tapper, fake Jake Tapper. You know, all these people were lying to you about different things. And that those writers that were spreading the rumors about the Russian hoax, David Korn and Michael Isakoff, and the truth came out about Seth Rich and and uh, and the impeachment hoax was exposed for what it was and Bob Mueller's special counsel team was exposed for what it is. I mean, at the same time that the Supreme Court said no to hearing the case about the PA election, at the, because they know for a fact that that case had so many violations that were unconstitutional, merely because of the fact that the state legislature in PA 
didn't get to sign off on the rule changes that were used as part of the exploitation of the emergency acts associated with this scamdemic. I should call it as it's well, it's a, they call it a pandemic, but you know, I think it's more like a scamdemic. And that's where trouble would come into paradise. And Alito spoke up about this. Of course, Thomas spoke up about it. His wife spoke up about it. And Gorsuch, somewhat quiet about it, but spoke up about it with his vote. What the heck were Amy Coney Barrett and and Kavanaugh thinking? And you wonder how it is, who's getting to these people? So the Bradford File writes, we need more Clarence Thomases and fewer Merrick Garlands. Julie Kelly wrote, Garland told Booker he will investigate the Capitol bombing of January 6th. He was a Mueller level grasp. He has a Mueller level grasp of the facts. He'll be a figurehead and Weissman type prosecutors will run the show. Not good. Absolutely. Then that's what I've been saying for all along. Bob Mueller's henchman was Andrew Weissman. That's what it was. And it has been. So let's move on to COVID, the scamdemic, which was actually part of the election scam. Fauci said today that the United States has done worse than most any other country in response to the China virus. Reminder, Dr. Fauci is the highest paid government employee in America tasked with leading the pandemic response. Why does he still have a job? If we've done the worst, I mean, how is it that you give Donald Trump a poor grade on COVID response when he's the one that had the task force, he's the one that was using Fauci and Burks and Redfield from CDC, Burks and Fauci from NIH? So if if Donald Trump hired all these people, see, Donald Trump outsmarted them. Because Donald Trump knew he had to hire these liberal losers like Fauci. Because otherwise, he would have been attacked from the left who dominate the mainstream media. And he lost his center left. He lost his center when he lost Fox News. When Fox News started to be controlled by someone on the board named Paul Ryan. And Fox News started moving further and further to the left and then betrayed America, American conservative values completely. Roger Ailes was spinning in his grave. So here's a scoop. It says, Rachel Abrams says, scoop, congressional Dems send, sent a letter to Comcast, Amazon, Google, AT&T, and others demanding to know what they plan to do about the spread of a dangerous misinformation from Fox News, One America News, and Newsmax, including whether they will continue to carry them. And that was a write-up in the New York Times. The New York Times says, Congressional Committee presses cable providers on election fraud claims before a hearing scheduled for Wednesday. Thank goodness 
you know, we beat to our own drum here. And we could talk about election fraud because it was ri- this uh, election was riddled with it. You can't have a guy like Joe Biden winning an election. The guy wasn't ready for prime time. And it just it doesn't make any sense. Well, Jack Posobiec reminded the writer who wrote to the Amazon and Google and Comcast and AT&T to, you know, stop carrying Fox News, One America News and Newsmax and said, an MSNBC viewer tried to assassinate Steve Scalise. Remember when Steve Scalise was shot by a Bernie bro? Remember when Maxine Waters said, you form a crowd and you harass them and made someone like Kirsten... Nielsen, Kristen Nielsen and and her husband at a dinner, their lives a living hell. You know, it's, uh, how about Antifa, you know, beating up conservatives recently? Still doing it. Police still standing down. The only time the police actually lift a finger, it seems like, is when a conservative does something. And it's the conservative that actually supports the police funding and it's the liberals like in Minneapolis that want to get rid of the police and defund the police or like in New York City or like in California they want to defund the police and the and demoralize the police and harass the police and act like racists against the police so I don't know Like I said yesterday, you know, it was the South that was liberal when they were racist and then they became red states and now they no longer have the racism that they once had. They moved away from racism and at the same time they started to embrace Republican governors. It was the black mayor of New Orleans back in the days of Katrina that when they were going to rebuild, the levies failed because they pocketed the money and redistributed it somewhere else and offered up kickbacks and corruption in Louisiana and New Orleans. And uh, Katrina happened. The levies broke. They didn't do what they were supposed to do because they weren't fortified because the money was misappropriated by corrupt politicians, mainly liberals. And then it was uh, Mayor Nagy that said, We want to turn New Orleans into a chocolate city. What do you think he meant by that? A chocolate city. Don't quite get it? Because I don't think that way. I don't think in terms of color. I don't think in terms of color. But this Dr. Fauci business where he's trying to do doom and gloom, there was a report that said, it was the Mayo Clinic that said, we could reach full herd immunity in April. Dr. Fauci, no, no, it's got to be 2022. Oh, what are they going to do? Use COVID for another, to exploit more mail-in balloting for the 2022 election? Isn't this the kind of BS that they did with the Mueller special counsel in 2018? Extended some cockamamie thing for an absolute long term just to meddle with the elections? And they blamed Russia? You got to be kidding me, right? Dr. Scott Atlas, over 70% say they will wear a mask after the pandemic is over. We have a damaged 
uh, American psyche. And it's due to these public health officials that are just really not saying the real data, probably because they don't want to admit they were so wrong. Let's take a listen to Scott Atlas. How is it that uh, there hasn't been any semblance of accountability for the shifting goalposts and the faulty predictions that have been made one after the other on just things like the super spreader events that we were warned about from everything from Mount Rushmore to Alabama to the Tampa Super Bowl celebrations. Yeah, hey, Laura. Well, you know, there's not only no accountability, there's a repetition of stuff as if it were never proven wrong. I mean, we're seeing it with the schools. We see it with all these super spreader, you know, things that you just said. We're hearing just waffling on things because I think you're right. People have a lot of pressure, and that's understandable. They don't want to be wrong, except they're instilling fear. When you look at the American media in particular, and part of it is these interviews where people keep stressing what we don't know, what might happen. And we know so much, like you pointed out, about the variants. There's no evidence that there's some kind of massive spike due to these variants. There's no evidence that there's increased lethality. But we have American uh, stories. If you look at the data from the National Bureau of Economic Research, over 90% of American stories were negative and therefore fear-invoking, whereas in Europe, just over 50%. That has an impact, and at this point, when you have people that keep repeating that kind of stuff, misinformation, total, ign totally ignoring the science on the masks, actually, completely ignoring, and therefore pushing false information, they're instilling fear, and that's what's worrisome here. Because when you look at the data on the surveys, over 70% of Americans say they will wear a mask after the pandemic is over. That's very frightening. We have a damaged American psyche, and it's due to these public health officials that are just really not saying the real data, probably because yeah. they don't want to admit that they were so wrong. Well, that's, uh, that says it in a nutshell right there. Dr. Fauci is a real scumbag. Uh, absolute, absolutely that. And, you know, it's got to stop, you know, because his doom and gloom is he's taken it way too far. Let's take a listen. There is some confusion about what that actually means for a person's lifestyle uh, after they are vaccinated. I'll give you an example. My parents have already gotten their second dose. They're fully vaccinated. Does that mean it's OK for them to spend time with their grandchildren who obviously have not been vaccinated? What's your recommendation? You know, I, I'm not going to make a recommendation now except to say that these are things that we really do. I mean, literally every day, Dano, we look at that. We look at the data. We look at what's evolving about how many people are getting vaccinated. And there will be recommendations coming out. I don't want to be making a recommendation now on public TV. I would want to sit down with the team, take a look at that. And you will be seeing relaxation of some of the stringencies as more and more people well get vaccinated. Well, let me I just, promise you that, but I don't want to really do it right now. Well, just to uh, make it personal, I mean, you've been very open about the fact that you've been skipping holidays with your family. You're fully vaccinated. Are you seeing right. your family? There you know, he's so doom and gloom, right? Uh, here, here, this is the one I wanted to hear. Have you taken a test? Are you going to no. take a test? No. Well, I, I'm not taking a test for the summer reason. I have no symptoms. I have not. I, I'm practicing pretty good 
social distancing. I don't it's, go to. But it's hard to. It's hard to I, I fully do it as we. But see not everybody in the United States should take a test. I mean, I have no symptoms. There's no reason for me to take a test. a test for the summer reason. I have no symptoms. I have not. I, I'm practicing pretty good social distancing. I don't it's, go to. But it's hard to. It's I, hard to I know. fully do it. As we but see not everybody in the United States should take a test. I mean, I have no symptoms. There's no reason for me to take a test. So that's March of 2020. So the guy's been all over the place. That's the that's the kicker, right? That's the problem. Is the guy just is a lying fool? He said you don't need to wear a mask. He said asymptomatic. Uh, uh, COVID, uh, a, people who are asymptomatic don't spread and that masks don't work. In fact, they could hurt you because it, you fidget with the mask. Um, and uh, frankly, I think there's a lot more to the masks than that. So, and then you have the draconian, you have the draconian uh lockdowns and things like that too but let's take a listen to this one here's here's um biden uh doing a photo op with fauci and they're talking about um he he tweets this out president biden when i said i would listen to the scientists as president i meant it and margot cleveland says oh my gosh this is nuts. Our president is now learning coronavirus is called that because of the spikes of a crown. Nothing said here matters to the president or should. This is the spike protein. This is the protein of coronavirus. When you see the coronavirus, it has these spikes that come out, which is the reason they call it corona, the spikes of a crown of a... Of a yeah. Okay? Now... This is what your body is currently making antibodies against when you got vaccinated with the mRNA because the vaccine that you got that you're going to hear about in a couple of minutes from the people who actually made it is an mRNA, which is the coding component that tells the body. Wow, that guy's really smart talking about the crown of a, you know, that's not science. And yet Biden tweets out or has somebody tweet out for him somehow that's science that's not science that's that's like bubblegum science that's something that you'd see on nickelodeon which is about the brain level that i think joe biden is in any case you know um we got to keep on fighting and be sure to uh, check out our podcast over at scottadamshow.com scottadamshow.com check out our new site buglecall.org it's coming along the donation page is up actually uh, buglecall.org and we're building this out and we're going to be making a list and checking it twice and uh, in any case Godspeed we'll see you all next time on the radio bye bye now Just to bury my kids right up to there.